It's the Nothing But Tangents podcast, and it's your motherfucking boys. This is Larvin. Oh, shit, this is Baldo. This is Sam. And today. And this is Christian. <laughs> we should just dig You want to pretend to be Christian the whole episode? <laughs> yeah, we, we, just, we just, each of us do. That, <laughs> that'd be fire. Yeah, that'd be fire. That'd be, that'd be fire. Let's try it out. Let's try it face. out. <laughs> I'm Christian. I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> this will work out fine. All right. I love Dutch Bros and getting the caramelizer. I thought uh, I thought you were going to take it somewhere. I thought you were going to be like, I love um, being a power bottom or something. Uh, no, nah, that's for later. But yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, but no, I was saying this before we started the podcast and to address Kirsten not being here. Uh, I used to make this joke whenever I met people. Uh, like during the, you know, the introductory phases when you're meeting people and they're like, oh, let's go get this. They're like, nah, I don't like blank. Right. Mm. <laughs> I always just make the joke like, oh, hey. Uh, so like just example, right? It's like, oh, let's go get Boba. It's like, no, nah, I don't like Boba. I always make the joke like, oh, did Boba kill your father? <laughs> Right, because nice. you know, like at the time, I thought it was pretty funny. It's pretty, it's pretty innocent, right? In yeah. terms of like, you know, like, oh yeah, I don't like rain. It's like, oh, did the rain kill your father? You know? Yeah. One time, I said it to someone whose dad was actually dead, <laughs> and I didn't figure right. that out until later. Damn. And I was like, oh shit, that's uh, great. <laughs> yeah. And it's like ever since then, I stopped making that joke. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like I stopped it because I'm like, you're like. Thankfully, he was cool about it because you know, like, like we just knew each other, so mm-hmm. he didn't know. You know, I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. He, you know, but uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he had a he good should, laugh about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, we had a good laugh. You know, he's a cool dude. Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. I don't want to name drop him, but mm-hmm. if you're listening, you're a cool dude. Uh, he's actually the one who got like uh, who got me like uh, he's one of the few like film contacts I had for sure. So he's he's pretty chill, Always. but. I, when I found that out, I felt like such a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I'm never saying that again. And I never have. I feel or- like every time I walked into a room and said, who's died? Somebody died. Oh, shit. <laughs> like that happened junior year. That happened at work. It just uh, it happens too much. So I, I did, I'll never say that shit again. That's for geez, white people. Who, who died? died? Yeah. Like <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> who died in here? <laughs> um, I have no idea how to segue into. Oh wait, somebody needs to pretend to be Christian real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, damn boy. It's just my laugh. I can't. I'm sorry. He's gonna hate us. All right. We'll figure it out as the episode yeah. picks up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I have no idea. How to segue into well, any of this shit. But on the topic of dying, right? Hmm. You melee fans. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of, of of never using something ever again. Um if it, it, it Larvin, you probably know a little bit more about this than you too, Sam, more than I do. I only know it like secondhand. Because I follow the scene, but not I barely keep up. Okay. Um, I just it pops up in my feed every now and then, but yeah, apparently Nintendo here. has been canceling more and more PM and Project Plus events for Melee, right? And I definitely feel, again, I'm not in the Melee community like that. Um, but you guys got to let it go. 
you gotta let it die. Oh, Project Plus? Melee. The scene. Everything. Because I have never seen a company treat its main fan base with such distaste. Yeah. Like, never. Ubisoft doesn't even do that. That's where the pride comes from. We're doing it despite Nintendo. No, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Not when they're canceling your events and, like, like, obviously don't give a fuck about, like, the hard work and effort people. Like, Project Plus... Any other any other development studio, right? Maybe not any other development, but other development studios probably would have hired those dudes on spot, right? Mm. Nintendo just cease and desist. Yeah, they're like, this is fucking disrespectful. Yeah, like, and it's like, get that shit out of my face. So, like, <sighs> long story short, with melee and the pride that melee has, um, you know. Being grassroots, being in the basement, and becoming uh, a video game where women will actively have sex with you if you're good at it, which is not every video game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's no you know it's no brainer as to why the fan base is pretty. I don't know. I kind of look at melee like I kind of look at melee like soccer. Okay. I feel like the fans for soccer, and you could say football too, but I've seen more of it from soccer. Will literally get in fights with other people <laughs> yeah. over over or what nothing, they love. Dude. They just, they'll just get drunk. Hey, you looking at me weird, bro? Yeah, over over what they love, one hundred percent. Um, I see that melee will have some of the highest numbers. Mm-hmm. Um. And whether or not those numbers could go somewhere else if Melee wasn't there, that's, you know, that's a debate to be had. But the fact, God damn it, the fact is that Melee still has some of the highest numbers um, right. when not being barely outshined by Ultimate. Um, and in, a, in an area in time where fighting games are very, 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 very safe. Very safe, very, very slow. There's there's always some I mean, people are complaining about Strive with with good reason, even though I like watching Strive. Um people will say that Grand Blue is a bit too easy. That's understandable. I I don't think it's the most watchable game ever. I don't think there's ever been a Mortal Kombat or Injustice game that was watchable, but UNRS <laughs> fans can have that. Um I don't know that, that that perfect legend game, man. Oh yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Street Fighter Five is just Street Fighter, not fucking watchable <laughs> like at all. There's really not too many fighting games that are holding the FGC up mm-hmm. besides Smash right now. So right. in a sense, Melee can't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Because the FGC needs it, and at the same time, Melee needs the FGC. 100%. Counterpoint. Then every time an event is canceled, stop acting surprised. That's definitely one thing that um, I completely agree with, is to just, I don't know, if you're going to have a PM tournament or a, a Project Plus tournament. Maybe have the tournament 
and then put up YouTube videos of the tournament. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you didn't announce, hey, we're doing this thing that's literally illegal and we've been sued for over, (laughs) (laughs) then maybe just maybe the community would stop getting sued and shafted by Nintendo. I mean, if you put up a fucking, I don't know, if you put up a walkthrough of you playing Radical Red or any other Pokemon hack, then it's like, what's Nintendo going to do? They're not going to do shit. They can't take the video down. Mm -hmm. But if you are like, hey huge event where we can make money <laughs> off of an ip nintendo so. made but we hacked it to make it a, it's like i don't yeah i completely agree people do have to stop acting surprised and hurt over it right 100 yeah, percent. I, I guess really when i said like to let it go is like kind of let go of this notion that nintendo is suddenly going to do a 180 and be like you know, you know what you guys are right yeah, I don't get it. That's yeah, you guys are right. I guess like, when like people are like, what well, "What's the big idea, Nintendo? You're not even making money off of this anymore." It's mm-hmm. like exactly, they're not making money <laughs> off of this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they want nothing to do with it. The, the counter argument to that is that they could be right if they did sponsor, you know, projects. But again, it's Nintendo. What like, what do you expect? They're not going to, like, you know, when it first came out, when Power Rangers Battle for the Grid first came out, it didn't have voice acting. It had, like, bare minimum, like, special effects, bare minimum, like, uh, training mode and, like, you know, story mode or whatever. Mm. But over the time, over time, as, as the developers were committed to the game and the fans latched onto the game and the developers saw how the fans reacted to it and continued to support the game. They added what was missing from the game. And that's the same feeling I get from this all-star game. Let's talk about it. If you don't know. Oh, wait. God damn it. What would Christian say? Uh, Shit. Yo. I, I hate know. wearing condoms. <laughs> well said, Christian. So do I. Uh, <laughs> damn. He got uh, thirteen God. old. Damn. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Christian. But um, if you do not know, yeah. if you have not heard of the second coming of Jesus Christ Himself, Nick, what the fuck is this game called? All Star Brawl, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, the fighting, the the party game platform. <laughs> The platform the fighter. The fact that this game is more of a fighting game than Smash Bros is, oh my god, I'm mm-hmm. fucking bricked up at the thought. <laughs> um, I'll stop shitting on Smash Bros. <laughs> um, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl, the platform fighting game coming to consoles and PC October 1st, featuring iconic characters from hit Nickelodeon cartoons such as Aang. Oh, well, he's like, he, all right, they haven't announced him yet. Such as Cat Dog, SpongeBob, Patrick, Sandy. Hey, Arnold. Um, Helga. Helga. Ah, Helga. Real monsters. Yeah, they, uh, completely iconic Arnold. characters. And of course, Powder, Powder Toast, Toast Man. Man. 100%. <laughs> um, this game, on the surface, looks complete dog shit. <laughs> 
looks like another uh, PlayStation Battle Royale game. Makes you wonder why they're even creating this shit in the first place. But that is the beautiful thing about this scene. Or that is the beautiful thing about this game. That is the beautiful thing about the melee in the Smash scene. As the beautiful thing about gaming devs in general unbeknownst to a lot of mainstream public the person or one of the people who was the dev on the hit game that constantly gets shut down project plus is a developer on this game and it's a beautiful thing when you have a developer that is so closely tied in to the competitive scene of a game because it's very easy to get developers who are like Oh, yeah, you know, I've, I've played an iteration of this game when I was a kid and then they come back on it once they have a little bit more, you know, experience as a game developer, mm-hmm. they work on it. And that's great. But when you have a game like Project Plus that focus focuses so, so much on that balance between creating a good game between melee mechanics and brawl mechanics then you know that you're going to have an in-depth fighting game. You know you're going to have a game with a lot of intelligence and replay value behind it. Where it's like, uh, fuck it, they were talking about like aerial mix-up recovery. Yes, And then then you were like, (laughs) the last thing I want to fucking hear from Nickelodeon All-Stars is someone say aerial mix-up recovery. Yeah, at the time, I was like, you guys are disgusting. There's no fuck. I don't want to hear this shit from Nickelodeon. I don't want to hear mix-up recovery in 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 frame counting right. Nickelodeon. I don't. I don't. Wait, yeah, they, say a couple of characters are like, "This is a frame two move." Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, I, I like I said, I, it reminds me a lot of hopefully of uh, Battle for the Grid, where yeah, there's no voice lines. Yeah, maybe it's not as polished as it could be. But if people right. latch onto it and people support it day one and continue to support it, mm-hmm. and if the developers are anything like the Battle for the Grid developers, and like you know continue to support the game and continue to polish it even post launch, mm. I, I think I think it'd be uh, we might see some stuff. However, I started this shit off. The reason why <laughs> I think people should really look at this game is because we are now getting to the point where big companies need to start looking at other avenues for game developers. They need to start looking at people who do these hacks and start hiring them because it's getting to the point where we recognize that the people who come in and work on these games, they, they have issues with balancing. Uh, they have issues with understanding how to make that blend between casual fans and competitive fans, which is where you get that money from 100. Like, you know, it's about creating a package that brings them in and then turn somebody into a competitive fan so they can continue to spend more money on your product. Mm -hmm. That is that, that, you know, that's how it should, should be. That's how you get the most money from your product is inviting people in and then creating something for them to actually want to stay. Uh, you don't have to be a sweaty nerd about it, but at least creating something that actually makes you want to stay. Um, and really when it comes down to creating the perfect package for a game, it makes you keep wanting to play it. 
it's these hacked game developers 100% of the time. So with the Project Plus community, I mean, I played Project M and that game was great. You know, that that game was fun. That game had dope skins and that's what everybody, you know, just the aesthetics behind a fucking game. Um, It had a good soundtrack, which is not something that everybody can help. But I will say this about Nick. That is one of the most garbage soundtracks I've heard for a fighting game. It was awful. That yeah. Nick All Stars game is oh, awful. Yeah. His poor soundtrack. It is awful. No, what are we talking about? Yeah. Okay. Awful. <laughs> but I mean, going to a gameplay aspect, I can trust, and you could look at like Project Plus tournaments, Project M tournaments. You could look at the gameplay behind that. You could look at the neutral game, the interaction between two players. And then be like, oh, okay, Nick All Stars is going to be kind of fire. Like it's, yeah. it's at least going to have some intelligence and some neutral to it. And because of the combos or the some of the combo starters that we've seen, some of the um, the what's implied behind the characters and the potential characters have, we can tell that like once somebody gets a hit, then this game can become very aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's going to be great. But there's so many different companies that aren't implementing these hacked developers and i forget what game i was gonna use i don't remember what but there's another game that i want to use because sonic mania no not sonic mania but all those sonic oh shit that's another one for sure Mm -hmm. i wanted to bring up kingdom hearts Oh, yeah. So with Kingdom Hearts 3, they've brought in people who were popular Kingdom Hearts YouTubers. And they they brought a whole bunch of people in, whether they're speed runners or just YouTubers. They brought them in to test out the game. And then they relate the information that the combat was a little bit too floaty. And we got the final product of the game. Clearly, that didn't fucking change. Um you have this mod for Kingdom Hearts called Project Equinox. And that is that turns that game into fucking Devil May Cry. That that mod is so impressive. Oh shit. That mod is insane. 100%. What they did to the characters and what the you know the functions for some of the moves and things like that the options that you have the length you have to go in order to extend a combo that is the type of development that people want in a game they want developers that are able to like be hands on with the game mm-hmm. and be like you know what maybe this character feels a little bit too floaty maybe this character would look more stylish if fucking you know they were more rooted on the ground you know and instead of like constantly floating shit like that with floaty gameplay maybe if this character was a little bit more ground based and got their combos off like that based off of like magic extensions and you know project equinox does an amazing job at that it's Mm. an amazing mod i highly recommend go checking that out but hiring these people and then you you could use something like as easy as saying Pokemon needs to start hiring some of these devs in order to, you know, work on some mainline Pokemon games. Yeah, and then you play Radical Red. Yeah, like never mind. <laughs> yeah. 
damn, I'm glad I got a PC. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the, the teams that these big companies have, I'm sure that the image they have of the game is bogged down based off of what the big company wants. Mm hmm. But I mean, when you when when you have a game like Kingdom Hearts and it's like, I get flow motion. That makes sense. Right. That may have made the game a little bit too easy, but I get why that's in there. But there is absolutely no reason why Disney is like, this game needs to be floaty. The combat needs to be in the air for 80% of the time. There's no fucking reason. See, I, I agree. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because I feel a lot of people are trying to play Kingdom Hearts 3 like it's Kingdom Hearts 2 and not 3. Because when you see, uh, I think one of his name is a YouTuber, Just a Pancake. Mm-hmm. When you see like these combo vids of people like playing Kingdom Hearts 3 as it's meant to, like, as it's meant to be played, like mm-hmm. <laughs> bring it back to Melee, <laughs> as it's meant mm-hmm. to be played, it, it, it looks beautiful. It looks like di- it's dynamic. It, 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 it flo- like not, mm-hmm. not to, you know. Yeah no pun intended but it flows beautifully it's very there's so many options there's so many you know like yeah i think that those people who make those combo videos are pushing kingdom hearts 3 to the absolute limit Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's a part of the standard gameplay i feel it which is why it's like if like i didn't recognize how important or how good of a combo extender the shot lock could be used for mm. was yeah. until yeah. I beat the fucking game. <laughs> the fact that I didn't need that to beat the game, the fact right. that I didn't in order to like, um, I see what you mean, you know, like you're not going to get the optimal damage off on this boss unless like you extend like a, a water raga into a right. shot lock and then continue the combo off of that. Right. It's like, that's, you know, pressing R1 and then hovering over the opponent and pressing square to like, you know, air step over to them. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's going to set apart a casual player from a sweaty nerd. That's something anybody could do. That's not the hard. Right. That's like that's literally aiming downside. That's literally aiming downside. Counterpoint, though, when I saw when I saw the, like the combo videos and them like using shot lock like mid combo as a way to like extend it it made me want to play the game again like but like in in a different style you know or like yeah. are these people who do like magic only builds or whatever i definitely agree with you that kingdom hearts 3 definitely should have had it like be as a core part of the gameplay because like you said i did go the majority of the game without like without like using it the so whole I was fucking like, game, yeah. minus the Olympus boss fight, the whole the right. rest of the fucking game, you never use right, it the again. Olympus. But and after that, you just kind of forget about it. But then when you see him, like kind of like just in regular combat, just like zipping, it's like that looks cool. That looks it. Not only is it fun to play, it's fun to watch. Yeah, you know. Uh, but if you're just like, you know, casually going through the game, and then yeah, it, yeah. it is a little bit too floaty. But when it looks good, man, it looks. Oh yeah, it looks it looks beautiful. It looks I like say, a completely different game. Dare I say the best looking Kingdom Hearts game? One hundred percent. And again, bringing it back to Project Equinox, so I could bring it back to Nick All Stars. It's like when you get these people who like have a deeper knowledge 
of what makes a game stylish and actually functional at the same time, then you end up with something like Project Equinox. When you have somebody who understands the core mechanics of the game and understands what fans want and how to make that stylish yet functional, you end up with Sonic Mania. You end up with Pokemon hacks that aren't radical red. When you (laughs) have somebody who has an ex, you know, extensive amount of time building a game and caring about the competitive scene and can balance that with the casual scene, then you get something like Nick All-Stars. Right, or Battle for the Grid. Or Battle for the Grid, 100%. Um, so I, I, don't, I just, I really wish that these companies would at least utilize these these things more. But I, I remember you saying that Battle for the Grid didn't have at start a good uh training mode mm-hmm. and it's like that was one of the things that was stopping pokin from being a great game and by the time pokin got a decent training mode it was too late yeah it's mm-hmm. like it's it's these things that these devs aren't capable of focusing on because they don't understand it initially as they're building the game and i completely get the game needing to be a certain way and having a certain style but there's certain things that can be implemented that are no there's no way a dev would be like yeah remove that function <laughs> like there's no way so why do we need voice lines <laughs> yeah no like battle for grid didn't have voice lines at, at launch and it's like w- when you watch earlier gameplay and now the voice lines add just so much to it mm. you know where like it's one of those things where you don't realize how like especially for fighting games how important that is mm-hmm. until like it's completely missing you know yeah so, I, yeah, long story short, I really wish that devs would start utilizing these people who make hacked games and, under, you know, just getting people who actually understand what makes a good fighting game, getting a new team. Um, and I have a little bit more hype for Nick All-Stars. Yeah. A little bit more. And it, just to bring awareness, it totally isn't just fighting games either. Yeah, because uh, fucking Halo, there was this uh, it was called Halo Online. And it was a, like an a free online version of basically like a ground from ground up Halo 3 multiplayer, like as close as they could possibly get it. And it was around like the Halo 4 era where like the multiplayer was kind of meh. And it was so fucking good. It got shut down by, by Bungie. Or maybe not by Bungie, maybe by by Microsoft. But I I have to look at. I'm not sure if they brought in those guys to to work on like uh, was it Infinite or if they brought them into like a port? I think they did bring them to port uh, Halo Three to to the Master Chief Collection. I don't know. I have to look into it. Hmm. But it's like it, it it's not common just to you know like other companies do do this like where there is like like we said you know there's. There's a fan game and it's just shut down immediately, you know? So it's like even companies that have a good track record, like Microsoft, which kind of does have a good track record of like supporting like, you know, uh, like the community, Mm. right? It's like, fuck, look at red versus blue, you know, (laughs) they've been riding on the coattails of Halo ever since. And yeah. Wow. Yeah, you have something to say, Sam and Christian? You guys have been quiet over there. Um, 
Nah, nah, I really don't have anything to say. I like Nick. I like Nick Hallstar. Mm, Josie well, White, ass, like I guess. Nick Hallstar's <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like powdered toast, man. He makes me feel funny. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, Christian. The movement looks really cool. One of my, one of the things I noticed about a lot of Smash clones <clears throat> is. Especially the ones where the developers are like obviously influenced by uh, Melee and Project M, is that um, they they tend to like give to make th- these characters super homogenized for the sake of like being fast paced and having like similar moves that mm-hmm. do all to do do the same thing, mm-hmm. and it just uh, they they're only like focused on like Melee. Ass, like type mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. wave dashing l canceling dash do, dancing movement do you feel the same way about nickelodeon all-stars or is there something about it that stands out to you as different um i i think it's i think i think it's a little bit more creative but it's like leaning towards like everyone has like super fast frame data mm-hmm. and like I, I it's like i want these developers to know yo just get let them have some uh, startup frames. I will say th- that to me, at least the way, it, maybe not the way it moves. I don't know. Just the way it looks, looks like every other Smash Clone. Like, like, yeah, the attacks, you know, the, the fairs, the attacks, right. look like, like the light attack or every attack in general. It just looks, they all look like the, like Brawlhalla or not Brawlhalla. What was that other one we played? Brawl out. Brawl out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, uh, how could I put this? Okay. Bad. You know how like you'd go to the flea market and you'd see those knockoff like toys? Mm, yeah. That you'd see in, in regular. Yeah. It's like D- that. Damn. It's yeah. like they look close, but just something about them's off. Yeah. And right. some are more off than others and some are closer than others. But even the closest one just still looks a little bit off. Yeah, like you you ever see you ever see a fat ass and then you get a little closer and you know it kind of <laughs> looks plastic? Kind of looks like that. You're right, Christian. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Whoa, isn't that a little <laughs> he doesn't even see that. Isn't that a little sexist, man? Isn't that a little sexist, Christian? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't fuck about these hoes. Fuck these bitches, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we're just a dead. Yeah. Now we're just Fucking a all right line. Boy. Take that back, Christian. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My feminist. <laughs> he said, "Yeah." Man. I don't know where I came from. To be honest, I'm sorry. I was trying to do the, the Hitler's um, not bad. I'm just not. <laughs> Actual quote, by the way. No, no, he said something else. Not yeah. exactly that. Something about Hitler. <laughs> Damn, there was a bite. <laughs> there was a bite. Oh, yeah. There was a bite in there where there didn't need to be a bite. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of a bad guy, but. But. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Where, um. Where the fuck is this Google Doc so I could figure out what we're segueing into? God damn. They covered Brawl out. What else were we going to talk about? Um, I'll take it away, Christian. Um, I was at Dutch Bros the other day. God damn it. <laughs> and they messed up my marmalade, but they gave me a green straw. 
(laughs) (laughs) Which means they think I'm cute. Good insight, Christian. Thanks, man. He said, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't know where the, I don't know where the fuck that one came from. Check that one out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Speaking about devs and, and indie creators. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie is getting an unofficial sequel. All right. Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked? Um... Ed Ed and Eddie is getting an unofficial sequel from some people down under in Australia. Oh. And if they're not in Australia, who got Australia. I hope they're in Australia. Unofficial. Um mm-hmm. called Peach Creek, which is a gritty, not too gritty, oh. but a <laughs> I shouldn't have said gritty. I shouldn't have said it's, it's not gritty. <laughs> It's live action? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's animated. Okay. It's getting uh, a more mature. T- There's no There's good no easy way. way to say what you're going to say. There's no good <laughs> way to say it. It's my, getting a more um, desaturated look at the colorful world and cul-de-sac of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> muted tones. <laughs> so, um... Mm. I did some research on it. I looked through the page. I looked at their teasers. Their voice actors seem like, like they're doing a really good job. Um, I don't mind their animation. Again, it is a more mature tone, a more muted color, less cartoon appeal to it. It's animated, but it's not cartoon, what if that makes what, sense. the appeal of Ed and Eddie? What made that was, Ed, Ed that and Eddie? Ex- yeah, exactly. I was gonna bring well, that up. Why, why call it Ed and Eddie? Just make your own shit. <laughs> you don't even have the voice actors. Shit. You don't even have the writers. Nobody would like, give a what? fuck about their own shit if they didn't I make it Eddie. Exactly. That's why. Exactly. So a few of the things you can expect in Ed, Ed and Eddie, where uh, all of the characters can, are before before you continue. Can I list off some and see how many of the match yeah, up with yours? Go for it. Go for All it. All right. <clears throat> someone's going to be a drug addict. Uh, someone's going to be mm-hmm. a lesbian. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to be fucking every other episode. Uh, <laughs> something about a gangbang. Uh, and then, of course, drugs. <laughs> so one of the teasers did involve um, a naked Ed sneaking nice. out of the Canker Sisters trailer. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, the oh. teaser clips, as of right now, do 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 involve a bong nice. in rotation. Um, they they were talking about drinking alcohol. One more. They're gonna triple down on Rolf being foreign. There's no Rolf so far. Get the Damn. fuck out of here. There's no Rolf. Nah, no Rolf so far. It's like one of the best parts. What what, what do they do with Plank? Oh, oh, that drugs. Uh, Johnny's gonna take shrooms and start talking to Plank again. It's probably yeah, he's always be high or something. Yeah, there's a mental disorder. But uh, no, that Plank, Plank was in the teaser for a little bit, but he looked a little bit more worn out and chipped than usual. More gritty. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about one of the girls being worn out and gritty. But never mind. So that's the interesting <laughs> thing. As mature, er, they 
you can look at all of the characters and you will see an 18 year old version of all of these characters. You can look at Double D as an 18 year old who still has the same OCD and traumas he does as a kid, but kind of being a little bit tired of what's going on with the group, just wanting something better with his life. Uh, you could look at you see um, Ed with two D's still the same, still being his goofy self. Um, kind of just following no, the leader Ed is the around. One with one D. Double D is the one with two Ds. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, they do call him Eddie. I haven't seen that show in so long. You're right. It's, it's, in, yeah. the, it's in the name, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's in the name, man. You can see <laughs> Ed, Ed being Ed Eddie. <laughs> you can see Ed being his normal self. They didn't really change his character too much, um, mm. but he does talk about drugs. <laughs> is and this then, a comedy, by the way? It is not going to be mainly a comedy. Um, it's going to be real, Sam. Real. Yeah, they're going to be. There's a van that they have. They're driving around now. Oh, they're older. I, I okay. thought they were all supposed to be dead, right? That was the theory. Yeah, <laughs> they all. They, they're all in purgatory. They all died from a specific era. And I thought they all got floated out into space. No, I remember. Oh. I think the last episode had them just being old people and. Eddie was in a coma for like the entire time, woke up, and they were all like 90. Oh, he was yeah. like, we can't end the episode right here. And they're like, it's you, too man, late, Eddie. It's a simulation. <laughs> but I have hope for it. I have hope for it. I like fan-made projects. I think the people behind this are seemingly doing a good job as of right now off of what I've seen. I know it's a little bit kind of taking a huge shit on what the original Ed, Ed, and Eddie stood for. It's completely getting rid of the magic behind it. And I've been on this podcast multiple times and it's like, it's the magic. The magic is the most important thing that you need whenever you're doing uh, an add-on to anything. It's the sauce. It's the sauce. You need the sauce. And this this, this is looking sauceless. It is. It is. Salsa lips. And I don't know, it's I kind of look at it like Riverdale before they introduce Satanism. It's like a, it's it's darker, it's more realistic. It's like, ooh, they're having sex. And it's right. like, I don't know, ooh. if you had such a good product without the use of drugs and sex, then like you you have to recognize that adding drugs and sex is not going to help it. It's something right. about how the show is inherently written that makes it good. And all of that, the jazz urban influence in Ed, Ed and Eddie, that emptiness of there being no adults, nobody really even in the world. Like when they interacted with the world, it felt empty. It didn't feel unfinished. It felt contained. It felt like there is nobody there except right. it was them. just them, man. It was it, it was it felt like summer summer break, man. It, it felt like just being a kid hanging out in the neighborhood. It felt like it felt like a, a a digestible kids version of Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I can feel it. And when I don't know when you <laughs> <laughs> Not everything needs a fucking gritty reboot or sequel. Yeah, my main issue with it is the fact that it's it's unofficial. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you know, have you guys heard about like you know 
the unofficial Rugrats sequel? Nope. Yeah, I'm writing it. <laughs> yeah, see how fucking easy, you know? It's like, <laughs> it, it, like, I don't know. Like, I, and this isn't to say that I'm like, uh, putting down the hard work and effort of obviously the voice actors and the artists and everybody that, that's, that's worked into it. But it's like, like you said, Sam, at a certain point, make your own stuff. Like, yes, nobody's going to care about it. Maybe, you know, but, and that's what really kind of bugs me about this is, is, they're, they're, they specifically chose the Ed and Eddie. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe they chose it because like they actually do love Ed and Eddie like, to that point. But part of me also feels like they chose Ed and Eddie because they know it's a recognizable brand. Mm, you know? Yeah. Like there was that... Um, they tried getting uh, Kids Next Door rebooted. But that was the actual creator who like did a short animatic and like put up like a secret code. And if you went to the website, you saw like the animatic or whatever. Mm. Like that I'm cool with. Right. Because that's the creator trying to like continue on a show that got canceled. The dude who created Edit and E is, is happy that, it, you know, it was done. It's finished. He moved on. You know. Yeah. So who are these assholes from Australia? They're yeah. like, this needs a sequel. <laughs> and I'm going to be the one to write it. It's going to be me. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I don't know. It's like I agree with you, Sam. They they should like write their own stuff and like have it at least be Ed and Eddie like inspired or whatever. They got the resources. Do it. Why yeah, not? Apparently. Yeah. Speaking of projects, unofficial or not, but using the IP of an old but beloved franchise. Oh shit. Oh no. We're going to talk about the Cowboy Bebop live action series bum, bum, coming bum. to Netflix November something. I want to say November 12th. I have no idea. Is it November? Do we absolutely have to? We do. We do have to. <sighs> we talk don't about have to, this. but we will. Yeah, you're right. We do not have to, but we will because there's a lot of good things. To bring up about this um good as in good for fans or good for us to shit on good for us to shit on there you go <laughs> so <laughs> what i want to talk about because sam i know you have something really good to talk about um the creator of cowboy bebop basically came out with an interview saying if you are mad at this show i tried my best do not blame me <laughs> what the creator of the show and the- some of that was low-key verbatim is him saying i tried to work with them and it was he literally said you know if if the fans are mad at the show then do not blame me because i tried damn and well, he say he tried multiple times. He tried to stick to the source material as much as possible about how the characters would interact with each other. He said that the directors have their own idea. I and fuck these directors, he said, huh? if you don't like the show, then that's on them. But that's not on me. I tried. And the director of the show. Uh, is on record saying the exact opposite. He's saying, you know. I feel like with the product we have right now, we did an amazing. He said it feels like 
a can uh, an add-on to the canon of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, gross! Yeah, gross. Yeah, so this that's, shit's gonna suck. That's the last thing <laughs> I want to fucking hear from someone Answer, who's not the creator. Come. Yeah, um, one of the things that hurt in the creator's interview is when he did his breakdown on Spike. Real quick, give me a breakdown on Spike. Um, he has a Jufro. Uh. <laughs> Or a fro. Personality wise. Personality, personality wise. wise. Space keeps, cowboy, man. He keeps to himself. He keeps his emotions in check. He plays it cool. Yeah, he plays it cool. He play yeah. he plays it not not yeah. fast and loose, but it, uh, almost carefree in a way. Carefree, yeah. One hundred percent. He's very uh sarcastic. I don't want to say Tony Stark is very spikish sometimes. Mm. In his mannerisms, in his Kind quippy? of a combination of that and Jack Sparrow. He's, he's very, very not, not quippy, but very like, you know, like kind of uh, going yeah. flow type. 100%. I agree. I definitely think Spike is a character who lives life day by day, who has his demons, who haunts him and can be 100% right. an emotional character. But at the root of who he is, he's definitely... um you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things in making the wheels of life turn, he is a very powerful force. You know, he makes things happen. As much as of a carefree attitude he has, he definitely goes out of his way to actually make things happen actively. He, I was going to say, he's not one to lash out like that. Yeah. That, uh, he's he's uh, reserved. I It's... Reserved is good. He is in control of his emotions, as mm -hmm. emotional as he can be. He is definitely in control of them. And when he lashes out, it's for a good reason. 100%. These are all accurate. You know, however you view the character is however you view the character. So the showrunner, I don't really remember his name. He says that the way he is working with Spike and his character is he looks at this guy who is basically putting up a front from his emotions uh, and is actually deep and emotional and has things that he... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That was, I mean, you got that from the show. That you, wasn't a hidden thing, right? right. Yeah, you, you that got was, that, like, especially, like, uh, towards the end when, like, you know, during the, the final face-off, it's like, there's more to him. Like, you don't, like, have to look that far to know that the the whole like kind of like smooth suave persona it's not really a front but it's like that's just that's really just what he shows on a consistent basis until something gets to him mm -hmm. and then once he gets uh once something gets to him especially with uh val uh valentine right mm -hmm. it's like there's that scene where they're like uh what was it uh where he's talking where he's you know where she's like trying to run away he's like he basically calls her out on her shit it's mm -hmm. like He's like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just like you. And then you see that like, ah, man, that's fucking gross. I hate fucking <laughs> the tangent. I fucking hate directors who are like, I understand the character better. Than yeah, it's like, man. You guys didn't look at it the right way. You know, like. <laughs> I saw somebody who was hurt, desperate for attention oh, and looking man. for an outlet for Clearly, his emotions. He, he, yeah, it's like, no, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> so they're going to ruin Spike's character. That's going to be great. 
The only reason why mm. I think they're going to ruin Fake's character is because they're accommodating for the actress. I don't think it's bad to accommodate for an actor or an actress, but I've seen a few of the things she's acted in, and I think they're going to accommodate for her, which Oof. is going to be the... She reminds me of the Charlie's Angels reboot. Ooh, that is huh? that is the type of... Oh, wait, wait, which one? <laughs> this oh, oh, yeah, this newer one with... um. Uh. Bella from Twilight. Uh, Kristen Stewart. There, that's her name. Boom. Uh. She, she, all of um, a, a majority of roles that I have seen Faye in, who is going to play Faye, this actress, is the very like girl power. I can do anything I want, and it doesn't matter if I'm a girl. And that's Wait. that's dope. That's cool. But I think it's like um, I remember getting in this debate with somebody. That Harley Quinn was a sexual icon. Oh, yeah. I remember we brought this up on the podcast. All right. And huh. yeah, it, this person was like, Harley Quinn's not a sexual icon. How could you say that? And I'm like, gee, I don't know. Maybe it's in the comics, her us- literally using sex to gain an advantage over people. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> and I don't think it's a bad thing to be a sexual icon. 100%. I think Harley Quinn Man. is a powerful sexual icon who uses sex as a, a weapon. And a heads up on the enemy rather than something, you know, it, it seems like something that she's in control of. And it is another tool at her disposal to use. And it's one of those things that make people so like blatantly awkward. They don't know how to deal with it. And mm-hmm. I think that Faye, while she wasn't a sexual icon or really even a sexual character, I really think for a main part of her sexuality comes from the fan base and her outfit i definitely think yeah. there was a sex appeal to her 100 percent that she absolutely did use a few times 100 percent doesn't make her a sexual icon but she's definitely a character who knows how to use the tools that she has and em- embraces her femininity mm-hmm. and I mean, the show hasn't came out yet, so I can't really say. But based off of this actress, I don't want them to accommodate to her and turn Faye into this right. character to to where she no longer uses those tools and kind of is just this Charlie's Angel reboot of a character. Hmm. I feel it. Didn't see that movie, but it looked pretty bad i saw half of it it looked just like fast and furious man yeah. like um, i saw it like when i was watching the show i'm like this is just fast and furious yeah it kind of looked like the ghostbusters remake Ooh, the, the charlie <laughs> the charlie's angel trailer yeah. um boy, which one huh which which ghostbusters remake the the one with the f- female comedians oh, okay yeah well, let's take it easy there for <laughs> <Over> comedians, <laughs> damn. Kristen Wiig and Leslie Jones. Did they talk about her writing and the did their showrunners talk about the writing for her? I bet they fucking do. Um, no, because they had it was half an interview with the showrunner and half an interview with John Cho, so they just touched on Spike's character. Uh, See, I believe it because you hear about what happened to the Avatar live action. Yeah. Ooh, About how like the yeah. main creators like left because yeah. they're like, this ain't it. They're like, we 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 tried steering them. It, we, we might be oh, on wow. set. We might be like on track Wait. for a potential worse 
like a live action adaption than the than the last Airbender mm. film. Wait, they're that? making a sequel to that? No, no, they're just they're making a new like live action adaption of Last Airbender. Oh, they're trying again. Yeah, uh, okay. and it's not going well. The 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 original creators left. Yeah, that's bad because Ooh. of differences with the showrunners. <laughs> I know that um the showrunner for Bebop said that he's not going to try to capture the same magic that the anime had because they already did it. So why try um, to do it again? That's, that, that's reasonable. It's fair. No, no. I mean, <laughs> no. See, here's, here's, here's my thing with that. I agree. Partly. It, it depends on what you like. Yeah, you can't, cap, you can't, no matter how hard you try, you're not recapturing the original magic. You can make your own magic, yeah. mm. but from the sounds of it, that's not what he's doing. I my my personal thing is the magic is one of the most important the the sauce the spice the seasoning right. the flavor that is like the most important thing that you have when creating a sequel or a spiritual successor or a, a adaptation or whatever and I'm not asking them to replay the show beat by beat but do it live action I don't think anybody is and in that sense I can agree why do what the anime did when this is your adaptation but when it's the magic of fucking bebop mm -hmm. you can't you can't you can't you can't skimp on that you can't half-ass that you can't be like yeah that was cool but i'm because it's like they're not here for you as a writer they're not here for the actors nobody's there for john cho Right. We're here because it is a live adaptation of. B we don't give a fuck about you. Right. <laughs> I, this, we don't fucking care what your thoughts. You as a content creator, this I mean, is how kind of harsh to say, but especially when it comes to adaptions, there's some expect. There's some exceptions. Nobody gives a fuck about your vision. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> of, yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about your take. I think. People really like my take on the Wolverine <laughs> character. No, no, nobody even fucking cares. Nobody cares. Give me Wolverine. No. All right, give, 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 me, give me Spike, could... bro. Give me the Power Rangers. All right, facts, bro. What I want. Yeah, give me a slim, thick Lola Bunny. You're right, Christian. <laughs> nobody, nobody asked yeah, you. This. <laughs> you know? Nobody showed up to Space Jam Two with their right. dick in their hand. Just like I can't wait to see this iteration of Lola Bunny. Like, no, <laughs> nobody showed. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody's spending their money for yeah. that. Give nobody's, me some ass to eat. You know. One, I don't what? even know who the fuck this show runner is or what he's done i don't give a Boom. fuck about his rendition oh, of anything we looked this up and uh he did something <laughs> that wasn't good talk amongst yourself while i look it up yeah Sit. one of the magic or what people know bebop for is like the music i'm like really 100%. scared how they're gonna pull that off it's all like, gonna be I'm scared too, for sure I, I know that what they're gonna focus on is this nice big budget for that um that that half western half sci-fi look uh-huh personally my second because my biggest fear is definitely like the aesthetic in terms of like the art direction and the music mainly the music 
But one of my biggest concerns... They did get the original composer. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Oh. One of my Yoko, biggest concerns... Sorry, Kano. Yoko Kano. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that. No, nah, that's right. Interesting. She worked on Cowboy Bebop, Darker Than Black. Oh, Yoko Kano <laughs> is one of the best thieves ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. she faked it until she made it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if her new music art is like, it's like original or not. Maybe, maybe she started developing a style. She, she tried some weird shit in the, the newer ones, the, mm. the later ones, but definitely a lot of, a lot yeah. of similarities with like other music back then. Oh yeah. And Cowboy Bebop. But one of my biggest concerns one is the fight scenes now that I think about it, but I'm always very critical oh, for fight no. scenes. But my big I'm thing very scared for the fight scenes. This too. is I'm even terrified. scarier. I'm scared Dude, about gonna what they're gonna do with space. Punch, cut, punch, cut. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the series is written by Christopher uh, Yost. Space. I'm terrified for what's gonna happen in space. I mean, because space fights were a big thing and they're going to need a fat budget for space fights. He worked as a screenwriter. The writer has worked as a screenwriter for Thor Dark World. Yeah, that's not good. Thor Ragnarok. But considering Taika did that one, that one doesn't count. Yeah, he just he just done some comic book shit. Whatever. Okay. How do you guys feel about phase um, design? Physical design. She has no ass. <laughs> yes. It's not oh, about the nice ass Christian. all the time, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me search this up on my phone, provided I have a decent battery. Yeah, the, the like the same people, like this the same mob that got mad about like Tifa's boobs from mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. Which are still fat, says so in the Ultimania. Yeah. There's, she's wearing a compressed. They're complaining. God damn it. Yeah, they're, they're complaining stupid. about um, Faye Valentine. It's a design. Stupid as shit. Tifa's tits will forever be fat. Damn straight. <laughs> um, yeah. Give me that mommy and, milkers. <laughs> I'm super ready to tangent into Tifa because I remember you saying something about the design with um, somebody giving Tifa short hair. Um... Was that one of them? It was you. You use that as a comparison for the fade design. Oh, I was. I don't know. I was talking about her, like her breast size. Oh, like, oh okay, why, cool. Why so why we can't talk about smaller. her tits later. <laughs> uh, but for now, we're talking about Bebop and Faye Valent. You guys talk amongst yourselves as I bring. Because <laughs> uh, I would like. Yeah. I would like to. Um, it doesn't matter. What the fuck? Are it they- really doesn't, dude. Like. We are getting to a time where, I don't know, man. I typed in cosplayer, and I I almost typed in cross-dresser, and... You didn't almost type in anything. Oh, that's another thing. Your Vicks. heart was leading you to the... My room. heart was not <laughs> leading me to cross-dresser. Yo, the examples that people will, like, pull up, for like better oh, examples God, for like costume design. She got what, her whole pussy out. My fault, Sam. Go ahead. <laughs> the example that people will pull up for like better design for when comparing to uh, like Faye, the show's right. phase Valentine's are just mm. it's, it's like 
Like they're so they look so bad. I don't know. <laughs> they, you, yeah. You're talking about how they usually pull up cosplayers, and they're like, "How did they get it right?" And then, yeah, yeah. So and hold up, because this is this is actually one of my pet peeves, and I'm glad you bring this up, Sam. Right. All you fucking idiots who have never ever worked a day of production in your life mm. for you guys to sit there with zero understanding of what happens behind the scenes and how much goes into uh, set rehearsal. And rehearsal and screening and blocking. Costumes, especially in films and TV, are designed in a way that they hold up in two like main points. One is regular like talking, talking scenes, and two is action scenes. A lot of the times the costumes during action scenes aren't as detailed as the costumes than when they're just standing around talking. They mm. not only have to look good, they have to like feel good and they have to move good. Right. So you can't just pull up cosplayers who only wear it like every like and, and, and I'm and I'm not knocking cosplayers. Let me let me stop that right there because mm-hmm. I'm not knocking cosplayers. Cosplayers do fantastic work, but there's a difference between cosplaying where you're just like kind of walking around a convention center and posing for photos and a film or a TV show where there's choreography and and sweat and, and color correction and color correction and, and multiple shots and and having to run it again like and multiple costumes like you, you, yeah uh, mm-hmm. the actor, gonna, go ahead sorry. yeah oh sorry i you were still going i thought you ended <laughs> I, I did i did i did <laughs> yeah the actor for faye valentine's addressed this on the on her tiktok or instagram live or live yeah oh. she she was like bringing up points about oh we i'm sorry we couldn't find a a six-foot woman <laughs> Um, sorry, we couldn't use the actual costume from the anime cartoon. Like, That's great. like that shit will rip off me in any action scene yeah. that we do. It's like, yeah, she brings. She was, <laughs> she's being like, that was sarcastic, but she was like, like right. She was bringing up pretty good points. Christian and I are going to be the foil in this conversation. I'm trying to see some ass, man. <laughs> You're right. And that is a very good point, Christian. And I will decipher what you mean by that. So what my fellow co-host Christian means by wanting to see more ass from Faye Valentine is you look at one thing I do want to say beforehand is when you see a lot of people cosplay as Faye Valentine, I want people to take notice of the poses that that cosplayer or model is doing. If at any point you were looking at these poses and you were looking at this cosplayer and you were thinking about sticking your dick inside of her raw, <laughs> then maybe you are looking at somebody who's doing a lewd rendition of a Faith Valentine cosplay, which means what you are going to see on screen is not going to be somebody who is bent over on a chair <laughs> with a whole bunch <laughs> of lights highlighting the best areas they have possible uh, with the camel toe spilling out, just tits out there. You're not, you're not gonna see that. That's, that's not how it works. That's not even how it was in the fucking show. Shit, it so should. you really shouldn't compare cosplayers who are trying to purposely look as sexual as possible Ooh. to a character. I don't know about that one, Chief. 
Mm. We should so a cosplayer. Let me show you the picture. Yeah, but that's not this. every cosplayer. No, like, no, 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 not every cosplayer is doing that, which is why I'm saying cosplayers uh, who are trying to look okay, sexual. Okay, never mind. I thought it was misunderstanding. Yeah, not every Jeez. cosplayer, but for a cosplayer who you will go on Google, and then where's this her whole ass fucking shit? With we'll just go with this one. You should not be looking at this picture. And saying, how come this doesn't look like the live adaption? Like, you should not be. She, for the audience who doesn't see this, one of her legs is up, her ass is in the air, thighs out, uh, whole whole entire lady business falling out of one side of the shorts in latex, oiled up with the light exactly hitting all (laughs) angles of her ass. It's like this 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 is not what anybody should expect, like at all. Uh, 100%. Yeah. So I completely <laughs> agree with nerds. you guys on that. <laughs> also, the colors are like high saturated, like cartoony colors. Yeah, you know, 100%. Like movies are moving in the direction of like gritty and edgy. 100%. Shit. But what Christian is talking about when he says that he wants to see more ass <laughs> is everybody's like, well, Faye Valentine is going to be doing all these action scenes and how can you expect her to do all of these action scenes when she's in this skimpy outfit i want you guys to name three fight scenes with faye valentine in it the first one there's the one second where one she, the first she, one the second one and the she was, third one <laughs> she was fighting like a mob in that one like she squared up against here we go here we go here we go here we go. One planet. Hey, <laughs> Valentine. Fight scenes. I'm going to help everybody out here. Well, Machina, the thing is, Lauren. Well, this is a different oh, yeah, vision. Yeah, I'm sure the fucking thing is because I'm about to put you niggas on the spot. <laughs> it's a different vision, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she, so just to give the audience a heads up. She usually doesn't do like one of you ones. She's, she tries to play dirty if she can. I am looking at a Faye Valentine fight scene right now on YouTube. It is one minute and 28 seconds long. I am 47 seconds in and she has not started fighting yet. Just a heads up. 48 seconds into it, she pulls out a gun and she loads up the clip. 53 seconds into it, she puts on sunglasses and turns around to three people who have weapons pointed at her. There is an incredibly artistic... God, there's no way... (laughs) gonna suck there's no way they're gonna compare to the cinematography is it the first scene is it it her first scene is it the one where she's like shooting the machine gun she's in a bar right yeah oh that's her first scene so she's supposed to make her look good she is behind (laughs) she's the new character a yellow tinted glass and it's her silhouette and then through the yellow tinted glass, she starts shooting the machine gun and then it starts revealing bits and pieces of her outfit until eventually she's fully seen. You're they're not recreating that. And there's nothing even close yeah. that they could do to it. So Faye Valentine's first fight scene is her shooting a gun. One hundred percent. Cool. I get that. I'm going to click on another Faye Valentine fight scene that says hangover at the bar. Where she has a gun in her hand. She's hiding behind something. Da 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 da. Somebody's cracking an egg. That's Spike because he has a hangover. Spike is throwing hands. And then Faye jumps in the ship. She threw um, 
she threw all of probably like two punches in there. There's it's not really a fight scene, but there's the scene in the movie where um the the main villain cuts her fucking shirt open and her titties kind of flop out. So if you go on YouTube like I am and you look at Faye Valentine fight scenes like I am, that very specific thing, you will find Faye in shootouts. And in these scenes with her shootouts, from the first fight scene and the second fight scene, they are medium to close-up shots. Besides the scene where the the yellow-tinted window fully revealed her figure, they have been medium to close-up shots. And they have been of her shooting at people because Faye is not a hand-to-hand specialist. She is a weapon specialist. So I get the retort that, oh, you know, when Faye is going to be punching and kicking and doing all of these things, how she can she do that in that outfit realistically? You look up all of her fucking fight scenes and she's either getting overpowered by somebody or she's shooting a gun. There's right. not going to be there should there's no hand to hand fight scenes in Cowboy Bebop the fucking anime with Faye Valentine in it. She's throwing like two punches, but she's not Maybe doing not. karate. But she's in not Cowboy Bebop the live action. Yeah, but in the it's live his vision, action, bro, yeah, his man. vision fucking sucks. You don't understand <laughs> the creative genius. That <laughs> it is entirely <laughs> plausible for Faye for Faye Valentine to be butt ass naked with an ass plug hanging out of her, smoking a cigarette, wearing sunglasses to be in a fight scene and she does minimal movements because she is a weapon specialist she is not a hand-to-hand combatant she can she in both of her fight scenes she has done minimal movement and is optimized using weapons now if you are a writer who does not know how to write a fight scene then that's a little bit different if you are a writer who does not know how to write or direct a sequence with a combat specialist who minimalizes her mm. movements on purpose. And you can see this in the cinematography in an anime. If you do not know how to write somebody who minimalizes their movements, maybe because they're restricted by their outfit and focuses on using <laughs> the weapons and the environment around them, then maybe you have a bad show. But that does not Whoa. mean the audience who came here for Cowboy Bebop, not the guy who wrote thor dark world's rendition <laughs> of cowboy bebop we came here for cowboy bebop and her design is integral to her character just like spike's hair is integral to him otherwise they wouldn't change that and nobody's fucking talking about that but whatever <laughs> i was gonna the bring that mayor up, but. should theoretically be no issue with faye valentine remaining even <laughs> a hint of her outfit from the original season that shows off that even though she is sexual in the eyes of the world around her she is deadly and she is dangerous to be and in fair. removing that you are handicapping <laughs> the character you are removing her primary function as a weapon specialist in the fucking anime well, she looks like you a weapon stripping the identity the away from a <laughs> beloved character no we you're right well, christian <laughs> we want to see more <laughs> i know well man. to be fair most i'm, I'm just most trying of to the, see some the action scenes might not have a lot of like 
it might not all be fighting scenes. I do. She could just be running. You know, that that shit could just. That's crazy. It's almost (laughs) like nobody can do a medium shot of her running. Mm -hmm. They don't even have to get her. Uh, Medium shots are boring. uh, But I do agree with you that. Uh, Well, you know, animation live action is completely different. So that is fair. That's 100% fair. I do agree with you that it should at least res- like maybe not a one to one adaptation of the of the costume because like Sam said you just can't do it, but something like inspired by the original perhaps would have been better. Also, and this is just my prediction, so if you heard it, you heard it here first. They are one hundred percent making her a Black Widow character. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. To um. To expand on my personal thoughts, I don't even have an issue with the outfit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. I don't, I don't, I don't have an issue with the outfit. I, per- I, I already hate it. I don't care. It's I was just weird Christian talking. The unofficial live action cowboy <laughs> bebop. The um, the yellow that Spike usually has in his outfit in the live action pictures are super like toned down, and her yellow really sticks out like this mustard color. And then with the red jacket that she has, it looks kind of our burgundy. It looks kind of ugly. Mm. Um, it it doesn't really match the rest of the colors of the cast. So maybe that's the issue that I have with it. But in the same sense, a face should be able to be fully covered and still have her scenes. She could also be completely nude. And based off of the scenes that she had in the show, she can completely get away with it. Right. I can now if she was doing hand to hand and it was hard for her to move and like if she threw a kick then she'd be like flashing somebody like if she went for like a fucking arm bar then she'd probably be like queefing on somebody <laughs> then it's mm-hmm. like 100% I completely get that the outfit is no longer practical and functional mm-hmm. and he probably is or not probably he's definitely going to change her to be a black widow type of character 100% for sure but we have material showing that she has actively worked around how unmobile right. her outfit really is. But stuff like that only really matters if you care about the source material. That's a good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. It's clear this guy doesn't. Has uh, there been a good anime adaptation done right? Anime? Roni Kenshin. Yeah, but the creator fucks kids. Yeah, I saw the prequel. (laughs) I mean, is the movie good? Mm. Prequels, bleach, fucking good. The prequels, fire. Live action. Yeah, the live action prequel is a oh bleach. Oh, Oh. (laughs) 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 I was just I was fucking Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, right? No, let's Mm. Google it. Did anybody? I never got a chance to see um, Ghost in the Shell. It was it was pretty average. Oh, oh ew! Like, I forgot that existed. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of they, Black Widow, they took liberties <laughs> with oh, their boy. movie. Uh yeah. You know the li- the go- live action Ghost in the Shell is called Matrix. <laughs> God damn it! Nice. Oh man, death that, that's Note. Topic. Oh, oh <laughs> so let yeah. So Death Note, Roni Kenshin. Fucking light. Would you guys count Speed Racer? No. (laughs) Speed Racer, I actually put on that list. That that movie is actually pretty good. I heard it was good. Like, there's a lot of... It has a cult following. It's it's very corny, but, like, in the right type of way. Mm. Like, very anime influence. Like, just watching it, you're like, yeah, this is fucking anime. Yeah. Alita Battle Angel? 
Oh yeah, I didn't see that one. No, that I didn't one was get to pretty see good. It was, it was a little better than I thought, but it was kind of it was, meh. It's a, oh, of course, Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> God damn. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say Old Boy, but that was based on a manga, and I don't know if it became an anime at some point. Oh, uh, what about? I know it's not Eat Die Repeat, but <laughs> uh, Kill Die Repeat. Oh, that. oh yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I would count manga honestly. The day, day after tomorrow, something tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. With Tom Cruise, I wouldn't count manga. That. Okay. Yeah, that was that was from manga. Damn it. Inception. That was based on anime. I mean, most of their shots were ripped from anime movies. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess we gotta include like Darren Aronofsky movies. All of those. Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan. Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. I I feel like that movie is so fucking pretentious, dude. What? Requiem Requiem for for a Dream. dream. I did not like that movie. Goddamn soundtrack. (laughs) They played that song every fuck. Every time somebody turned a fucking corner, they played that song. (laughs) <laughs> and it got annoying. It was like genuinely bad. It wasn't even effective. It wasn't even effective at a certain point. It was just so goddamn bad. Yeah. The worst part is like it got so overused in like YouTube videos. It was at the like time. A, it was like the Wonder Woman. <laughs> the Wonder the, Woman theme song. Da, 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 yeah. Remember uh, you were watching Wonder Woman? I don't know. A Wonder I, Woman with no ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, Christian. Christian. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Bonk. yeah, I think there is a strong argument that people could use about phase design. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? Um, I think Bebop, based off of what the director said, it's looking shaky. I'm sure John Cho is going to be an amazing actor. I think the soundtrack is going to be great. I think the art direction is going to surprise everybody. I think the plot is going to be bad based off of the director saying he's trying to extend the lore. <laughs> I think um, I think the fight scenes are going to be terrible because it's Netflix. Um, yeah, I think it'll be one thing okay. I would like them to cut from the original is the it's the feng shui episode where he has a little hijinks up where um jet has a hijinks with the, his friend's daughter and they're just like and then and then his friends were like making fun of him for like oh it looks like you're a boyfriend and girlfriend and he's like oh that's oh. just japan yeah that's i'm just... not his i'm not her boyfriend mm. Do I look like one of them? <laughs> it's like, I that, hated that episode. That's just Japan shit, yeah. man. Like, every time I'm watching, like, a regular-ass anime and incest, like, creeps its head in, I'm like, what's yeah. up with Japan? That's a, never mind, that's a topic for another Stop thing. What's up with Japan and your cousins. incest? <laughs> it's not even cousins, dude. It's, like, oh, straight-up like, cousins, like, like, brother and sister. Oh, yeah, that too. Hey, if anybody watches <laughs> Oromeo, I want to slap the fuck out of you. Like the older animes were like they were fucking their cousins. Now that wasn't even that old, man. That's called Sword Art Online. Nah, <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about Elfin Lead. Oh, Elfin Lead. Yeah, that's, that's fantasy based. It makes sense. 
I don't know, man. God damn it. It's it's in bleach, man. It says it's in bleach, dude. It's fucking weird. It's like, bro, I'm trying to watch dude kill soul reapers and shit, man. I'm not trying to watch the daughter trying to fuck her brother, man. Let's move on to recommendations. Okay. Starting with mm. Larvin. <laughs> um even though I haven't touched this game yet, I recommend Tales of Arise. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta pick that up. The Tales of series, if you like anime, anime plots, and anime tropes, then you will like the Tales of series. I don't think it started getting anime until um, Zestiria, and I think Zestiria is a terrible game. I think that game is fucking awful. Um... But if you are able to stomach super anime shit, then you can get into the Tales of series. There's genuinely some good games with some really intricate things happening with the characters. Really good development on all of their parts. Uh, Solid gameplay all around. Challenging. And Tales of Arise looks like it's a great game. I really like the character design. Um, Anything Mm -hmm. with a female knight that doesn't have her tits out uh, automatically gets in. Uh, A-OK for me in terms of the character design. Um, I recommend that. I also recommend for Dragon Ball fans to no longer put their expectations in Vegeta. (laughs) For everybody else who recognizes that Vegeta is literally written as a character. He's not that guy. To never (laughs) thrive, bro. Get him dirty. He's lit. He why why do people keep saying Toriyama did Vegeta dirty? He, he's <laughs> never done him dirty. <laughs> he's never done him justice. Vegeta just has never quo. been that guy. <laughs> From Jump Street was never that guy. He he's not written to be anything more than than a one up for Goku. He's 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 a step. On the on the stairs of the Goku <laughs> yeah. show, you know what it is. It's this uh, in Star Trek. There's this thing called the Worf effect, which Worf is a Klingon, right? And they're like the like like space warriors, like like high up there, right? Mm. Like strongest of the strong. In uh in Star Trek, every time there's like a a threat aboard the Enterprise, the first the first person that person knocks out is Worf. Right, and the reason is this: it's so you know he's a threat because if he knocks out like the uh, the, the doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. nobody gives a fuck. But if he knocks out Worf, which is a Klingon, the, the strongest of the strong, then you know he's a threat. But it just makes Worf look like a bitch throughout the entire fucking series because he just gets one shot by every fucking alien that comes. It's like, dude, you're security officer. Why are you on yeah. here? You're just gonna get. It's the Worf effect with Vegeta, man. How do you know someone's a threat yeah, yeah. without without taking out Goku? They take out Vegeta. Then you know he's a threat. Why can't they find a new Worf? They can't do. Because <laughs> they fucking shafted all their characters. They- <laughs> just, just let Vegeta grow as a character. Nah, man. <laughs> nah. What the fuck was I going to... God damn it. I don't remember. But people need to stop putting their expectation could, in Vegeta for right. sure. They can make Beerus a Worf. He's the god of destruction. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a Q. Beerus is a Q. 
which doesn't make sense, but you guys should watch Star Trek. All right, Sam, what's your uh, what's your recommendation? Mm, I don't know. I I haven't been watching much shows or anime, you know, movies. Um, I guess I'll bring up I'll, I'll bring up the Nikki thing. Like, if you're if you're gonna like just take take what celebrities say with a grain of salt, and celebrities are or dumbasses like us. And that is it. Some even more so. Yeah. All right. You guys have clearly never had enlarged balls before. <laughs> yeah. Because I've never had an STD. <laughs> <laughs> I will recommend yeah. this again. It's a repeat recommendation. But I feel that my recommendation has been falling on deaf ears. I am tired of it. No mm. more. Will the oppressed be silenced? I am once again recommending you guys to go out and achieve enlightenment. And one way of doing this is by reading the magical, wonderful journey romantic adventure that is One Piece. (laughs) And I know I'm not alone. I feel someone else in this room would agree with me. Right, Christian? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Boom. Oh. We got two people <laughs> in the podcast that read One Piece. What, yeah. Wait, yeah, Christian, what is your recommendation? Caramelizer and marmalade. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Look. I like to eat ass like Lawrence. Oh, <laughs> heard it. And Here. oh yeah, uh, no, go too for soon. It. Too soon. <laughs> I cut fuck. that out. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, fuck so. God damn it. All right, thanks for that wonderful insight, Christian. I'm glad you agree with me, and I'm glad you're reading One Piece. I should peer pressure the other two to start doing it. Um, who wants to take us out? Wants to take us out on a nice romantic date. All right. That's it. That's how you take someone out, Sam. Hmm? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll drive you home. <laughs> <laughs> drive me home. <laughs> All right. Christian can take us out. He hasn't taken us out in a while. I agree, Christian. All right, Christian, take us out. And that was it. The Nothing But Tangents podcast. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. 90, 95% of the impersonations today weren't even things that he does. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> and I'm just... <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I feel like if I were to start impersonating things he does, and it gets too real. So that's why I steer, I, I, I purposely steered clear. Minus mm. the ass thing. That, that's something he says. That's something everyone mm. says. Okay. And the caramelizer and marmalade thing. And the eating ass thing. And the Hitler thing. And the Hitler thing. You know, on second thought, we, 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 <laughs> we did accurate. a pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we're joking. Oh, fuck. All right, guys. 
take things easy. Happy first day. Oh, well, you know, by the time you hear this, it's not going to be the first day of fall. Enjoy the cool weather. Enjoy your pumpkin spice. Um, Enjoy your all things fall. Mm. And we will see you all next week. Um, Yeah. What 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 do you guys say from Jimmy Neutron thing? Got a blast. Uh um, Got a blast. That's not it. Brain. It's what, brain what the, blast. it's what the monkey says. Hi, I'm Paul. Do, 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 I'm do, so do. goddamn confused. You guys used to say something. Uh, All right, what? guys. What do we used to say? What are you talking Until about? Until then. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. <laughs> get I mean vaccinated, unless you want please. huge balls. Facts. Uh, what did we used to say? Wait, what? It was. Some, I don't know if it was from Jimmy Neutron, but it was like from something. Bye. Have a wonderful yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't even hit two hours yet. Good job, guys. Boom. Bye. Bye. Have a wonderful time. Thank Adios. you.